Rog, great to have you on the show once again. We know you're an exceptionally busy man at this time of year. Novak Djokovic progresses to the next stage again, the Serbian world number one. He might have struggled in the conditions a little bit early, but he came through in four sets against Taylor Fritz, the American, all because Taylor simply refused to wear glasses. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, and I threw that out there and uh, everyone looked at me as if I was, uh, you know, what are you talking about? Um, so, but I liked it. I actually went with it and I, stu- and I went strong with it too. Oh, that's you good. Know, that's just, what you love to hear, Rog. Perfect day. Uh, look, he was, he, was, uh, he was threatened. There's no doubt about that, Novak. It was interesting. During, during the call, I was, I was, the, the, I op- my opening was how Taylor Fritz plays he just play, he sort of he dominates the baseline, so he sits in there and dominates the baseline. And Novak generally plays about a metre behind the baseline. That's his home base. That's where he sets up and he goes from there and he works in from there. Whereas Taylor Fritz is virtually on on top of the baseline. He's about he he ranges around twenty five centimetres. So he's uh, inside uh, from the baseline. So he he was initially going to start by winning the baseline battle. And it was going to be interesting to see whether Novak could push him back. He couldn't because Taylor hits the ball with uh, heavy penetration through the court. With He had the most forehand winners uh, in the tournament up until the start of play yesterday uh, with 71. And, he's, and his backhand's flat and penetrating. So, and Novak for the whole match couldn't push him off the baseline. And so he was retrieving mainly and playing off the you know defence type of tennis. and then uh, but, but found a way to, to win the first set. And um, and then it got a little uh, a little wobbly for Novak, and uh, you know he was he was was he crook Rog, or is it just he, yeah, he, th- yeah he just started slow and just didn't find his rhythm. I think he's I think he has been he's just battling he's been battling with a virus. There's no doubt about oh. that, and he's put and he's he said that, um, and you know and I think you know he he battled with you know he had the, had the hamstring injury last year, so there there is. You know, there's a he play. He can come in and actually play with some wear and tear and, and manage his way through. So, yes, he was. Yes, it was the sun. The sun was there as well. Yeah. And you know, he's playing a, a guy who hits a ball pretty big. So it, there were a lot of things in the favour of Taylor Fritz going in mm-hmm. um, into that match. And the last time they played at the Australian Open, both uh, they they went to five sets. I think it was 2019, and it was um, it was the same scenario where where Novak wasn't feeling 100% and it got, um, he won the first two sets, lost his next two, uh, but Fritz just couldn't get uh, over the line. And, and then Novak, you know, he goes into a bit of autopilot. He can lock in um, and sit in the emotion and, and what's being, what's happening and how he's feeling. And, and but just then put in, put the blinkers on and, um, you know, to beat, to beat the greats, those got, when I say the greats, the, the all-time greats, you're talking about Novak, Roger and Rafa uh, in this period. Obviously, Roger's not here and neither is Rafa. Just the concentration level and the, the ability to hit the repeat button point after point. I think there's there's a big accumulative wear and tear in that during a five-set match. Are you worried about him then moving forward? I mean, Sinner beat Rublev and that's who he's going to take on, Sinner. Can't beat him. No. Can't, Novak's unbeatable. He's He's yeah. 110. Mate, We're he's not playing he's at 110. 70% last night. And I, when I was, I, yeah. it just looked to me like if you're playing against him in two sets, you're a chance. Mm. But when That's there's, three, yeah. mate, when there's five, he just like, he just flicks a switch. He yeah. goes, Rightio, you know what? This game, 
I need to win. And he flicks a switch yeah. and he wins no, it. I've never seen anyone like him do that. He's, oh, a I think free, yes. he's yeah. unbelievable. But I don't know. There was just something about his game last night that I... Yeah. And he was a bit oh, angry as well. He was yeah. yelling at his box about the, yeah. The, yeah. Must, there was no f- the food he wanted or the drink he wanted. Yeah, he was blowing exactly. up. Like, he seemed like there was a number of things where he was a bit peed off. But that's what I'm saying. Even when he's like that, not at his best... And Fritz was on fire early as well. He just yeah, he was. Novak just and, he just sucks it up so well. Yeah, and he's and he vents at his group, and his group are prepared to take it. They've, yeah, uh, they put their hand up and will take it. And and uh, you know, do I agree with it? No. Um, they, that's what that's what they sign up for. They know what's coming, and uh, sometimes you'd be told to get out of the box. You know, um, <laughs> so no concerns at all. You've got Roger about him. Uh, I don't have any concerns because I just think you get. Once he gets into this stage now, you just you just get a bit better. In saying that, if there's one person that's going to take him out, uh, well, two people, he's going to face one right now um, in in Yannick Zinner. And um, you know Taylor Fritz. The problem with Taylor is he he couldn't be a believer. How how was he? How could he believe that he had the he had everything to beat Novak in the best of five? And and as Clark, he said that. You can beat them in best of three sets. You can come out and play slingshot tennis. You can yeah. you can play aggressive and play hot for an hour and twenty minutes, and be up and get them in three sets. But when there's no time clock on it, uh, which is the beauty of five set tennis or any tennis match, you, the longer you stay out there, the problem solving that you do, you you go through your ebbs and flows as for energy levels. But then when he decides to lock into you, he'll play this. You know, he'll play the a couple of big rallies where they're extended rallies. He'll defend, turn it into offense. And win it, and then and then you've been knocked out a little bit. So there's a big your first big body blow, and mm. and then you've, as I said, you've got to keep repeating. So you serve Taylor Fritz. He had he was serving big numbers up until that match, and then all of a sudden he couldn't find he couldn't find his serve. Why? Novak's the greatest returner of all time, mm. and you and there's pressure on you to hit your spots. And so he brings so much to the table. And I think over the journey, and look, he played Yannick Sinner uh, played Rublev last night. I'm not sure if any any of you saw it, but. It was it was a full time slugfest. It was awesome. Uh, they both stayed on the baseline and said we're not we're not leaving it. Um, there was no pushing off the baseline, and they just swung from the hip. Those two guys. And what Yannick's got is um, he's got some belief. He's beaten Novak at the end of the year. Uh, he's had big wins. He's beaten Alcaraz. He's 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 he knows how to get the job done now against uh, Novak. He can sustain with him physically. Uh, off the back of the court, he's more aggressive. He plays a bit more dial. He's got some. He's got some. Uh, he's got some slice. He uses his slice. He comes in and volleys as well. And Darren Kale's given him uh, an edge of harden up, um, you know. And last night he had a little bit of something going on with his stomach, and there was a concern at the start of the second set. There's no doubt about that. He might have just strained it on his serve, and there was about a ten or fifteen minute period. And Darren started standing up in the box and just staring him and looking at him and giving that reassurance of you've got to just hang through this time. You can't, you can't, you know, divert from what's going on. You've actually, you're ahead. Uh, it's a big moment in this next 15, you know, this next 15 minutes, you've got to stay tough and try and, you know, sometimes you, you guys would know you get a stinger mm-hmm. um, and it comes and goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, so I think Sinners, uh, that's going to be the most fascinating uh, must watch uh, Novak and Sinner because Sinner can actually push him around and and can get the job done. Rog, why why do these conditions suit Novak so well, or not necessarily suit, but he's so good in these Australian conditions? What is it? Uh, the well, first of all, he plays a lot of matches at night, uh, so he's not exposed to the to the summer sun that we have. In saying that, we only yeah, okay. had it yesterday and we've yeah. got it today, so. 
the, the seeds get protected. The big boys get protected in the sense that they might play one match during the day. Novak's played a couple now. Um, but you generally play one match. He went 15 or 16 in a row, I think, before he played a, a day match. And uh, Novak, so they play prime time. So uh, they get protected by the conditions. So they're, they're in, in better physical shape, I think, going into, into the second week. And, it, and the ball... The ball off the court on this uh, on this hard court just moves beautifully into Novak's hitting zones. Um, and and let's and outside of all that, even if the ball didn't, he's just a relentless competitive uh, animal which doesn't have a weakness. There is no there's no flaws in his game. You used to be able to go to his forehand side when he was younger, and you'd get you get it you get but you can get a bunch of errors there. You used to be, understand that if you stayed out there the longest. Um, and in the heat of the day, I remember when uh, coaching my guys, especially Leighton, uh, we would ask to play Novak in the hottest part of the day. We'd, I'd go into the referees' office and say, "We're anywhere in the world, and we want the we want the middle of the day," um, because there was a weakness there physically. So, and he had some he had some issues on his serve. His serve now got him out of trouble um, enormously after he won the second uh, lost the second set. So he looked a bit flat in the second set. Uh, comes out in the third set, and his service percentage is around the low 50s. So normally for Novak, he's mid-65. Uh, and then in the third set, he was, for the majority of the third set, he opened up, he served three aces in the first game, and all of a sudden it was like, I need to push back here and just put myself on the court. And, and he served at 85% for that set, um, a first serves in play. And, and so that's, that's the shifts, I think, the greats. They just go into some other space. You know, like it's the unknowns that that what makes them tick when it's when their backs, you know, when they're getting pushed back and those sort of things. It's it's quite a fascinating watch. Um, yeah, and I guess uh, and then yeah, and he can find other gears when he when he needs to lock in. He's uh, he's an extraordinary uh, athlete to be honest. I'll just skate through the women's results because I want to get your thoughts on the scheduling last night. It's been a big discussion point. So Coco Golf, she overcame Kostyuk, 766762 to claim a spot in the semis in a contest that lasted three hours and eight minutes. And then Arena Sabalenka, well, she's just in incredible form. So she's yet to drop yep. more than three games in a set as she beat Barbara Krejcikova, 6263. Yep. So uh, that was certainly... An impressive win. Uh, what did you make of the scheduling, mate? Because we were led to believe last night that the women on the main court were asked whether they were happy to move to, uh, was it Margaret Court, as yep. opposed to um, Centre Court. But then they've since come out and said they weren't technically asked. They just floated the idea it might need to happen if Djokovic's match went too long. But did we have a drama there? Um. Uh, I think you know if you're first on the schedule at night, uh, you stay first on the schedule at night. In my opinion, if they were, I think there would have been some, uh, you know, there would have been some conversations around what it was looking like and what it potentially could look like. Um, you know, if it went to the fifth set, you've got to play those scenarios out because you know you wouldn't have wanted the men to walk on potentially walk on centre court at, at midnight, for example, and and start that. Uh, even though they've got two two days off now, they don't play till Friday the semi-finals. Um, so yeah, but but I think the right call was was made. Uh, you know, Novak got through uh, relatively quick. Sabalenka was always probably going to be you know she's a big ball striker. She plays fast. She's always going to probably win comfortably. Um, you know, in the Coco Golf match, there was, you know, she actually, she had match point in the second set. Uh, I mean, she was serving for the match in the second set. So uh, there was, you know, could, she could, could have been done and dusted in two sets and we wouldn't be talking about it. So, and there was a bit of a later start. I think it was, 
Um, it may have been due to American TV because Coco was, uh, they wanted to try and get her in prime time, I think. So there might have been a delay in this. You know, the, the start yesterday was probably with ESPN um, re- requesting um, Coco to start a bit um, later in the day. And then they were going to potentially have Coco going into Taylor Fritz. They might have thought Coco was going to win in straight sets. So, so the um, West Coast, East Coast combination would have, would have been great for them for ESPN. So, yeah, but I don't find it. You know, when you win, as as um, uh, Sinner said, he said, um, he said, oh well, he said I'll play any time. We're in the quarterfinals of uh, of a major. You know, if you're put on at any time, you just play and you just get on with it. And um, and you know, I guess you can say that when you win. But uh, I, I tend to agree with him as well. Okay, two great quarterfinals today. So we've got Hercats up against Daniel Medvedev, who weirdly, I feel like a few years ago he was the primary villain, whereas now yeah, he kind of seems to have won the public over. Then we've got Carlos Alcaraz taking on Zverev as well. Can you give us your thoughts on those two matches? Yeah, he, I mean, he's look, he's a funny guy behind, in the locker room. We were walking, uh, yesterday I was walking with Mark Philippoussis and, and uh, Mark was getting ready to play his, uh, the Legends game and serving at 200 kilometres an hour, by the way, just, just as big as the guys uh, currently. Um, and, he, and Medvedev came out and we were talking about his the the little piece he did with Jim Curry about his return to serve and Mark said I'm going to try that today in the legends he said the problem is once I hit it I'm I can't I can't come back it's a long it's a long way to the baseline so that's that's my that's my problem but um, and he's six foot yeah he's six five six six running around like a you know like someone who's six two with he's just the most agile individual um, and wow has he got some tennis IQ uh, yeah he, look he he was a bit of the villain that, because you just didn't you didn't get to know him and I think that's the beauty now with these interviews uh, they're quite light hearted uh, there's social media there's like you, you see so much more of an individual so you get to learn and, and sort of learn how they uh, you know how they sort of uh, how they roll but interesting match you know Medvedev also was you know he was he was a, he was a finalist twice um, so He's he knows in twenty twenty one and twenty two, so he's 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 been in great form. Uh, there's no doubt about that. He's he's had he's had a few slow sets, but in general he's been in in really good form. Her catch he plays is uh, you know he's her catch is he's quite a vanilla type of player. You, he doesn't give you a lot on the tennis court. Big serve. He's probably had the big best serving um, serving numbers so far this tournament. It's kept him in uh, kept him in some certain matches, but um, yeah, he's. He, he just plays a big, solid, straight game up and down the court. I think Medvedev would be uh, too good for him in general. He's just got a bit too much guile and too many smarts on the tennis court. He moves, puts the ball in some awkward places for him. And, and then Zverev and Alcaraz, that's going to be a, uh, a great one um, because Zverev's a semi-finals here in 20, uh, 2020. 26-year-old, he's, he's got his game in, um, you know, in better shape. He used, to have a, he used to have the yips on a second serve. Used to probably serve it sometimes at 100, 110 kilometres an hour, and it sat there looking at you, saying, "Hit me for a winner." And um, but Akaraz and Sinner for mine were the two guys that made statements um, in their rounds, you know, in their in their in their clashes because Sinner made a great statement two nights ago. I've seen, I said Akaraz made a great statement two days ago. He was it's about as explosive um, as I've seen someone on the tennis court for a long time, um, and you'd have to go into a, a young Nadal, uh, who came here and and, ex- and played tennis matches like that from all parts of the court, he hit a forehand boys at 171 kilometres an hour. Uh, wow. He smacked he smacked a forehand winner, and um, it 
yeah, I don't, that was that was incredible. So that'll be a great. Uh, it'll be, it's going to be great fun tonight. With uh, I think Alcaraz will get through that. I think Medvedev, and then those two will play. Um, you know, they'll play to play. You know, and with the semi-finals with Novak and Sinner. Now, if we get those four, that's about as good as you can you get. If you had a look at the draw and said, you know, that's that's your that's your best four guys right there. Yeah, we're certainly getting to the business end, and they are four big names. If that is how it plays out, Rog, we'll chat again soon.